This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Okay, well, I have Amy Beegler on the phone right now, and this is very impromptu. Amy, uh, thanks for joining me real quick. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Amy is up in Wisconsin. Uh, You have been, how long have you lived in Wisconsin? Oh, uh, well, I grew up in Wisconsin, but then we moved um, out to the West Coast for about 15 years. I've been back in Wisconsin for the past 17 years. Okay. So um, tell me a little bit, tell us a little bit of your background. So um, what drew you to doTERRA? A little bit of history um, of your just health history and, and professional history and what drew you to doTERRA? Okay. Um, yeah, I actually, a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, Rochelle introduced me to doTERRA, um, in 2015, but prior to that, I had been diagnosed with breast cancer in 2010. And I think anyone who has gone through a journey or a battle like that, um, you just question, you know, what caused this? What can I do to prevent it? Can I, um, what can I use to help keep my family healthy and, and myself healthy? So I really was drawn to looking into natural solutions. And then um, Rochelle moved up here and we ended up, you know, developing a really good friendship. And then she introduced me to doTERRA and I pretty much never really looked back since. So um, I just felt like it was the right direction for me to take and add to my daily, you know, regimen for health. Um, And then also just to get rid of toxins in my home and environment. Um, I'm also a registered nurse, so I have to admit that I was a little skeptical at first, but Mm -hmm. um, I uh, just after experiencing all the benefits, um, I was sold. So it's it's been life-changing for us, really. So what would you say to someone who is skeptical? What would you, um, you know, say you're sharing now with someone and they're really skeptical, they're very, um, you know, maybe traditional medicine-minded. Um, mm-hmm. what, what do you say to them when they're, they give you pushback? Mm-hmm. Well, I usually do share my story with them. And uh, one of the things that's been very powerful, just from a, a science perspective and a personal perspective, is um, after my treatment, all of my blood counts were low. You know, and we tried every supplement, every herb, you know, all of these different dietary kinds of things and nothing worked. Um, and um, my, so my immune system was attacked and um, I was using oils to, you know, boost that immune system. And I wasn't getting sick while everybody else around me was getting sick. And then the other thing that was really um I don't know, it was just really eye-opening and exciting was when I started taking the vitamins, the Lifelong Vitality Pack. And uh, my, you know, I talked to my integrative doctor about that and she said, sure, go ahead and try them. You know, you know, they look okay. So tried them and within two months, all of my blood counts, red cells, 
platelets and see everything was back to normal. And they were just like, whoa. And it had been, you know, what, seven, six years or whatever since um, after my surgery. So, and after all my treatment. So that was pretty cool. So I love to share that with them. And that usually makes them perk up a little bit Mm -hmm. when you're talking about the science community. Mm -hmm. But I also, um, if I'm working with healthcare institutions or other healthcare professionals, um, they like the science, they like the data. And so I, I have done my research and um, I like to share that with them too. But on top of that, it's just experiencing oils too for themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, with the science geeks that love research, what <laughs> do you have like a pre uh, pre-made file for them to kind of, look into? Do you send them a a link to something or do you send them a bunch of links or do you put them in an organized way for them? How do you, how do you share the science stuff? With people? Yeah. Um, actually it depends on where I'm presenting, um, and where, who I'm speaking to, what area of, you know, expertise maybe that, that they have. And, um, I've, I've worked like with the breast cancer um, the women's health department at the hospital here and, you know, brought in research um, abstracts on specifically for cancer and for uh, anxiety and things like that, that women go through when they're going through testing. Um, and then uh, for like long-term care facilities, when I work with them, I find specific studies and share that with them based on, you know, like dementia and anxiety, behavioral kinds of things. Um, so whatever person that I'm talking to and whatever field that they are, you know, associated with, that's the information that I give to them. And what are your sources? So I'm, what I'm trying to get at is um, uh, helping other wellness advocates feel empowered. So, so far, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of wellness advocates that are going to listen to this and they're going to be like, well, here's the obstacle. They're going to say, oh, well, I'm not a nurse. I don't have a story like Amy's. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a science geek. I don't have all this information. So what I'm trying to do is trying to answer some of the obstacles. So the first obstacle is, uh, you know, I'm not a nurse. Um, well, I, one thing I would say, and you you can add to this, is so what? You're not a nurse. Uh, you know a nurse. You're now listening to a registered nurse, and there's many other nurses on our team, uh, mm-hmm. both our upline and and um, in our organization here, Faithful Wellness. Um, yep. And you can adopt their their story as well. Now you can, the listener, can adopt Amy's story and repeat that. Um, and say, hey, I know a nurse. I know someone who has had breast cancer. And here's her story. Here's how lifelong vitality impacted her. Here's how using essential mm-hmm. oils has impacted her. So, right? That's, that's one way to kind of say exactly. fooey on the, on the obstacle is what I'm yeah. trying to say, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. And we, I think that as a team in particular, you know, we really support one another and even if it's cross lines or whatever, you know, I mean, I've, I've worked with people um, who aren't necessarily part of our immediate team, but we just love to help one another. And so um, I know of several people that I've reached out to personally, like 
where do I go? What do I do? People can reach out to me anytime mm-hmm. and I'm happy to help them with that. So, um, when you talk about like websites and things, I love going to aromaticscience.com and, you know, just typing in lavender or whatever, and you're just going to get pages and pages and pages of uh, studies that have been done with lavender. And PubMed is another really good one to go to, to get real solid research. Yeah. That's pubmed.edu, right? Right. Mm -hmm. No, pubmed.gov, pubmed.gov. I'm sorry. Yep, you're right. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. Um, But aromaticscience.com will kind of give you links on links to PubMed articles and things like that, too, or abstracts. So, yeah. um, Yeah. So those are two of my favorite places. And then I love working off of Dr. Scott Johnson's um, protocols and his book called Evidence-Based Essential Oil Therapy. I just love that book. Yeah. And in the, yeah, it's, I mean, he just has so much information in there and um, talks about the oils, contraindications, you know, what it's good for, what the cautions are. But also in the back of the book, um, he has footnotes of just thousands of studies. And so um, I'm able to go directly to a particular oil that I'm, I'm researching for someone and then I can cite all of those studies or I can look up all of those studies. So that's another really great resource. That's amazing. So uh, when I first met you, it was like May of 2016, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And you've really grown quite a bit, um, not just in your oil knowledge and your knowledge of, of, of um, the use of essential oils and the doTERRA products. And I know you're a big fan. Uh, mm-hmm. of doTERRA. You're also a big proponent of doTERRA. Um, as, as long as I've been tracking, I'd say it's been at least a year, but maybe 18 months since I've really kind of uh, been tracking and noticing you are consistently enrolling between three and five people uh, every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that tells me that there's a habit in your life. That tells me that there's certain habits that, uh, that you engage in every week or every month that lead to three to five enrollments. So, uh, and then last month, and this is an anomaly, nobody's holding mm-hmm. you to this, but you just so happen to have 17 enrollments. Um, I know. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I, I, I bet. I bet. Nobody, I mean, it's wonderful. It's wonderful, but no one's going to expect that uh, every month. Um, but you did. And, uh, but I, I, I'm really even more interested because I think for some people, 17 sounds crazy. Um, so I'm not even going to use that as a, an example. I really am concerned about the three to five that you enroll on a monthly basis. So what are some of your habits, Amy? Let's, let's talk about the things that you do. What does a typical month look like for you or week or day? Yeah, I um, I did go through, you know, some training, not only with you um, and our team, but also I did like the Emerge training. And that, I think, just helped me really um, get a little bit more solid in that this is a legitimate business for mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. and I need to take it seriously and um, I need to invest time in it. So um, that's 
what I'm doing. And, um, you know, I am blessed that I'm able to do this full time. Um, not everybody can. So that helps me a lot. I, I do have the time to do that. But I do have a planner and I set aside time. I have it marked off with highlighters at the times that, um, you know, the days and the times that I am setting aside time for doTERRA. Mm-hmm. And I do doTERRA every single day, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday at, at the least. I mean, sometimes it, it does eke into the weekends, but um, I I have a follow-up list. Um, I think I shared that with our elite club where I have a, a list of people that I keep track of and every communication that I make with them, I date it and tell them, you know, do a little note there telling me, you know, was it on Facebook Messenger? Was it uh, texting? Did we call? Did I leave a message? Whatever. And that helps me stay on top of my follow-up because I feel like if, if I don't follow up with people, then I'm going to lose them and lose the opportunity to help them. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, life gets busy and things get in the way. So that is something that I do. And then at the end of every month, I, uh, the people that enroll, um, I cross off that list and I don't transfer them over, you know, um, mm-hmm. and the people who tell me no, then I just take them off the list. But the people that, you know, have either said not right now, or can you follow up with me next month? I'm really busy or whatever, you know? Um, so I just transfer that over to um, my next month follow-up list. And so I really, I try to um, stay on top of my follow-up. So those are two things in particular that come to mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, I'm really interested in your, so uh, when you, now the Emerge, what I heard you say is Emerge training um, is something that you invested in. Uh, mm-hmm. You invested in yourself. You invested in a, a, a way of speaking and communicating and upping your game professionally in the way that you speak and interact with people and really mm-hmm. saw yourself differently, saw it as a business. Um, mm-hmm. You Secondly, you got organized. Um, you, mm-hmm. you were organized. You've got a daily planner. You um, set aside time every day, Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturdays, to work on doTERRA. And then you created a, a follow-up list, a list of all of your communication. Is that done in like a notebook? Is that basically just a notebook of names? Yeah, I just, you know, I have a, a manila file folder. I'm like looking at it right here and on it, it says follow-ups. And I'm a paper person. Yep. I, like, I like having things written down or whatever. And so any, um, I always have like... Um, you know, my notebook with my follow-ups in there. And then the other thing I track in that notebook is people that I've asked for referrals or um, people that I've asked for classes, you mm-hmm. know, like maybe they might want to host classes and stuff. So, and then the other thing I track is those people that I need to do lifestyle membership overviews mm-hmm. with. So mm-hmm. um, I just like to try and stay organized. Otherwise, really just the craziness of life gets in the way. Yeah. And then every, like, like if I have a class, um, I usually do like a little drawing or something like that. And so I have all the drawing slips and I keep those um, in that folder as well and transfer that information over onto my follow-up list. So Mm -hmm. um, I have a lot of little papers in my folder, but 
it helps me stay organized. Yeah. I love it because anybody can do that. Anybody can grab some paper and put it in a manila folder and stay organized. Um, I love it. I love that you're not techie and uh, I know you're pretty technologically savvy, but I love that you just kind (laughs) of like like to have it written. I think that's great. Um, Tracy would love a spreadsheet. (laughs) <laughs> oh, well, let him do the spreadsheet, but for you, this is this is great. I don't think I would change anything you're doing. I don't think so at all. So let's talk about your how you teach. Um, it sounded to me, up until you just mentioned classes, that you primarily do one-on-ones. To, uh, you, I bet you do a mixture of both. So how, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I do. I like to do classes as well. Um, for two reasons, not only for prospective customers or new people who are interested in learning, but also for my team members who are newer and they are just starting out and they want to learn more too. So um, I love it when my team members come to classes too. So Mm -hmm. um, every month I try to do at least two to three classes. Last month I had five classes. So, um, that was an unusual month, but I had set goals for myself for the end of the year. And so that's why I hit it so hard last month. But mm-hmm. um, this month I have, I think, three classes scheduled. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, that's usually a really good amount, you know, two to three classes for me mm-hmm. in my life. But um, so. And where do you do I these classes? Are they at, at your, the people that said they would be interested in holding classes or, mm-hmm. or at your house? At my home both. Mm-hmm. So if there's nobody interested in hosting a class, then I'm going to host it at my house. And um, because I just feel like education is key. So oh, it is. Yeah. And I what are you teaching? teaching? Are you teaching the natural solutions class primarily? Um, actually, what I've been doing last month is just the top 10. So um, I have done natural solutions classes before. Um, and actually very successfully, I don't know why I'm not doing natural solutions right now, but I didn't do that. I chose to do the top 10 mm-hmm. and they're just very straightforward, um, very easy. I, I mean, I've got very experienced with it. So um, it's just a really, and I think it's like they're the oils that everybody absolutely should be starting out with. So. Right. And, and you're, you're using, um, when you teach the top 10, are they making something? I remember you used to do the essential oil experience, but maybe you're not doing that as much. You're just sort of letting people experience them and talking in depth about each of the 10 oils. Actually, I, I still do the essential oil experience. Um, uh, people love that. Mm-hmm. They just love, you know, make, and then what I do is I just raffle off all of those little things that we made in class. So it's mm-hmm. not a huge, um, expense, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and people actually get hands-on experience with the oils yeah, and they know how to use them. So mm-hmm. that's what I've been doing mostly. Um, the other thing that I did last month and I'm going to be doing that again this month is doing just like a real basic overview of, you know, what are oils, how do you use them, why doTERRA, then the top 10, and then we're going to make some fun like Christmas things like yeah. we did all DIYs and stuff for purchase. That's and um, Yeah, so it was, it was really fun. It was, people loved it. And how do you do your follow-up lifestyle overview, membership overview? Is that with each person individually? And then, uh, or do you do a class for that? No, I've been doing it individually, but last month I had um, five friends enroll. 
And so we did a group membership overview, um, which was super fun, but it was super long. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, I bet. Three hours? But it was like another little class. <laughs> <laughs> but they're so sweet and so excited, and they're just, I just, I just really enjoyed it. It was yeah. really fun. But oh, that's great. usually I just meet with people individually. And um, if they are not local, then I meet with them over Zoom, if possible. Mm-hmm. Um, do like a video conference call. But And if they aren't techie, then we just do the phone. But that's more difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's fantastic uh, that you do that. I think it's it's really important that people understand their membership. And it really doesn't stop with with just a lifestyle overview one time um, right. it's, it's, you know, it's best if people just kind of come to classes as much as they can so they can keep learning and staying engaged um, with yeah. your education. Right. Yep. I really, I think that the more, you know, like knowledge is key. So the more, you know, the more confident you're going to be, the more you're going to be able to um, help your health and wellness in your home. Yeah. So, um, I'm not hearing anything like particularly earth shattering. This is pretty standard stuff, Amy. So, and, and I love that. I mean, I love that. I hope the people that are listening will, will listen and hear that they can do this too. They can do this too. A little bit of organization, a little bit of intention, a little bit of investment in themselves on a consistent basis, making it a habit. Um, and and going out there and uh, teaching classes, um, I want to ask you, uh, and, and doing one-on-ones, I want to ask you, um, how do you get people to do, I know your next challenge, this might be kind of like, you know how to run your business. Now your mm-hmm. next challenge is, how do I take and duplicate myself in more people, right? Yeah. So what are your thoughts on maybe taking what you're doing and duplicating it into others? What are some things that you know that you're going to be doing and are already doing now that you are finding helpful? Well, one of the things that I did do was um, a leadership training course because I felt, you know, I'm a doer. I'm, you tell me what to do and I can do it. You know I mean? That's just my personality. And so Um, actually helping other people um, do what I do and teaching them to do that is, is not, it doesn't come naturally to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm sort of like a lead by example kind of person, I guess, not necessarily teaching people. So, um, so that's a skill that I'm learning. And um, I felt like after doing the leadership training, that is something I absolutely can do. So what I have done is reach out to my key builders and um, we have been doing some mentoring. I've helped them put together uh, scripts like for calling people, for teaching. We put, you know, help them get organized, you know, Mm -hmm. so like when they're presenting at a class, they, they have, okay, first I do this, then I do that, then I say this, you know, and uh, just kind of tailor it to them and put it in their words, but it's sort of the same sort of, I guess, organization that I have. Yeah. Um, so just kind of helping them and encouraging them that way. Um, also scripts for uh, when they want to call and talk to someone about referrals or talk to someone about hosting classes or things like that, just helping them 
with all of those kinds of things. So those are some things that I've already done. I love it. Yeah, Amy, every time I talk with you, I just have this sort of peace and calm and it's just sort of, I'm very relaxed now because I'm talking to Amy Beegler. <laughs> and yeah, well, I'm nervous, so how can you be relaxed? <laughs> <laughs> well, you seem to be really relaxed, so you make me, you put me at ease. And I bet all of the people that you were mentoring would tell you the same thing. So uh-huh. um, I, what I'm encouraged by, in, in, if I can encourage you, is that if you keep at it, if you keep at it, like what I'm hearing is you took really two simple courses. One to help you get organized and help you have some, some terminology and some wording for how to do this on your own. And number two, how to duplicate that into others, how to lead others into do that. So two simple investments in personal development. And then it's just about the doing of the things that you've learned, putting those things into action. Um, and so if you keep doing this, Amy, um, pretty soon, it's just a matter of time. Uh, until the rank advancement begins to happen, um, as you begin to develop executives and elites and premiers and silvers yourself, then um, it, it just begins to duplicate. Uh, and uh, it's just a matter of time uh, before uh, this growth just hits a momentum uh, that it will be unstoppable. Uh, because the, the key in all of this is to master yourself and to master leadership and master duplication, I guess, is really what I want to master your own actions and mastery of your leadership um, and duplication. And then your it's just a matter of time until things uh, grow and develop. So keep at it, Amy. Uh, I'm just so, so impressed with what you're doing. And I'm really, enc- I hope it encourages other wellness advocates to pick up the baton, believe in themselves enough to know that it is possible. It's just a matter of time. And we are here for you. We are here for you. Yeah. Yeah. We have a great family. We have a great oil family who is so encouraging and so helpful. Um, So, yeah, because, you know, it's not always, it's not always easy. So it's nice to have that family to, you know, get picked up by, I guess, you know, or get encouraged by. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that's yeah. that's normal. I mean, I'm sure you've had moments of frustration. But out of oh, those sure. those moments of frustration, you decided to take action. You know, you mm-hmm. decided to learn. Okay, I'm feeling uncomfortable. I'm feeling awkward. There's something not right here. You took the emerge sales training class and now you know how to do your business professional, more professionally. Mm-hmm. Same thing. You you did not feel adequate uh, in your leadership and your duplication. So what did you do? You invested some in yourself, and now you're taking action and duplicating. So mm-hmm. it's, I think that's good a good word for everybody. And then surround yourself with community. Get plugged into. Yeah. We have a lot of people who want to help you, who want to love on you, including me. Uh, and Amy and Rochelle, you mentioned Rochelle mm-hmm. um, yeah. Harwell is such a great leader that uh, that this is there's no way that you can lose as long as you stay plugged into these things. And uh, and, and we're just going to cheer you on along the way. Yeah, absolutely. So I appreciate all of your help and encouragement. Oh, really yeah. Do. 
I, uh, I've loved every minute of it. I'm so impressed um, with you and so many of the people up there in, in Wisconsin that, uh, oh, I, I just love you guys and um, well, just can't, can't wait to see where the future uh, goes for you. So, Amy, okay, thanks. Thank Hope this, this was harmless. Look, 27 minutes have gone by. <laughs> And I hope it was a party Don't for you. Don't ever ask me to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bet I will. You keep you. You, uh, you bet I will. You bet I will. All right, Amy. Uh, thanks again for okay, being thanks. with us. All right, All right. Have a good day. Okay.